guys ready? All right, so here we are. Good morning to you once again. So obviously we have something special going on here this morning. I just kind of want to frame it and talk about what we're going to have happen here. So we got some brave members of our youth group sitting here behind us, uh, and they're going to tell us about the experiences that they had at Silver Birch Ranch last weekend. We took a youth retreat to Silver Birch. Um, they're going to tell you a little bit about it. So um, we do this for two reasons, and I want to tell you that up front so you know what you're listening to and you know why we're doing this. Number one is that this congregation literally invests in our youth group. Um, sending them to camp costs 120 bucks, something like that. I ask for 25, um, mostly for a family. If you got a family of three, I still ask for 25 bucks. If they can't kick that in, then they come for free. Which also leads to this saying, if people bring friends with them, their friends go for free. So I don't want that to stand in the way. So what that means is that we invest, as a congregation, invest into our youth group to send them to places like this to have life-transforming moments in places like that. Now the second thing we're doing, that first one is investment. The second thing is, is we're listening to literally to testimony here. Testimony is a very powerful thing. Everybody has a testimony to tell about how God works in their lives. Testimony, textbook definition, it has three parts to it. Testimony says this, this is who I was, this is what happened, this is who I am now. This middle part, this is what happened, this is how God broke into my life, showed me some things, told me some things that I now am implementing or, or putting into my life so that I'm changed. Literally, God says from the inside out. Um, and Testimony is, I think we underestimate it. We underestimate the power of prayer. We underestimate the power of testimony. I'll show you a verse from Revelation 12. 12, 11 says this. Now, there's, this is um, after a big buildup. We're fighting an enemy. We're fighting a battle. And I think we have to understand that, that Christianity is a battleground, not a playground. Right? We have an enemy. His name is Lucifer, Satan, whatever you want to call it. And this is how we defeat him. It says this. And they overcame him, the enemy, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to say, because of the blood of the Lamb, because of the word of their testimony. Now what you're looking at here is astonishing. This is jaw-dropping kind of stuff. For God to write this to us, and he puts, he puts our testimony right there next to the blood of Christ. Our testimony has power like the blood of Christ has power. Why? Because it changes lives. Because it tells who God is. It tells how God works in our lives. So this is, like I said, this is amazing stuff. So it's the same with the blood of Christ. He didn't withhold the blood for us, to, for us to be saved. Neither should we hold back the testimony that God has done in our lives, what he has done in our lives and how that works in our lives and how we're now different because of what happened based on where, where we started. So, okay, so this weekend we went to this um, weekend seminar. We had like four or five sessions um, and we talked about things like this. The, it was titled, that's why the message is titled, Little Things Matter. Little Things Matter because little things big, grow into big things or lead us into big things. So little things matter. Um, we had topics like how God gives us freedom. We're going to talk about how God gives us freedom and what that means in our lives. God gives us instructions, right? And that everything belongs to God. And we start thinking about it like that. You know, like Barbara and I just saying, it's all about you. It's none about me. And when we can get to that point in our lives, which these guys are going to help us do, get to that point in our lives, things start changing. Okay, so without further ado, like I said earlier this morning, let me introduce you to our first victim here. I mean, our first uh, guinea pig contestant, student. This is Allie. 
Give her a big round of applause. Make her feel welcome. Thank you. And next to her is her. Is, are you the sidekick? Sidekick Kennedy? Are they? Oh yeah. She's like, no, I'm the side. I'm the Batman. She's the Robin. Okay. So uh, we're starting with Allie. So here's what happened. We went up to Silver Birch. Silver Birch has what they call Winter Jam earlier in February. But this year, like last year, Winter Jam got filled up. There were like 370 kids that went to Winter Jam. We were like, dude, that's just too many kids. Because then we can't zip line, we can't go horseback riding, and we're barely getting the chow hall, things like that. So I got together with a couple of youth directors um, south of Green Bay, and we put together basically Winter Jam 2. We still had like 250 kids, so the place was still packed, still crowded. Um, but we went during the winter. Last year, because of COVID, we couldn't go to Silver Birch. So we kind of did a weekend on our own uh, towards the end of April, and we had grass and we had sunshine, and you know we, we didn't have to wear our big winter coats and all our boots and everything. But Allie, you went to both of those. You went in the spring in the green grass, and you went to Winter Jam here now. So would you please, for us, compare and contrast kind of uh, those two ideas, the winter versus the spring and what we had here? Yeah, this year we had a lot more of winter activities like tubing, yeah. cross-country skiing, so much more. And But one of the biggest differences was last year we only met up with our church group people, right. and this year we met up with every like church. Nine different there. churches, yeah. And we all talked in the chapel. Right. So how was that different? How was that experience different, just the being in the chapel, being with all those different people versus just our group? Yeah, it's better getting like a different perspective on how other people would te preach the gospel mm -hmm. and talk about God. Mm -hmm. than and how other youth groups reacted to that too, right? So we got Kennedy over there. I'm going to start, I'm going to bring her in because they said they would do this if they could do it together. I said, hey, bring it on. Let's do this. So, all right, Kennedy, um, you were talking about a couple of different things um, that impacted you. So your overall impression, what was your biggest takeaway? Um, the music. The music, yeah. Powerful stuff. So a couple of songs jumped out at you. One was the one you heard. It's called My Life um, by Steve Fee. You might want to look into that. Then tell us a little bit about it. Um, it was just one of my favorite songs, and in verse 2, it says, um, I give you everything, I'm holding nothing back, I offer all of me, you mm. are my heart's desire, you are my great reward, and that just really stuck out to me yeah. in the song. Yeah, especially when you're shouting it, singing it at the top of your lungs, right? That's, that's good stuff. So, um, let's go back to Allie. Did you want to talk about some things about the music as well? Sure, um... My favorite verse from the song was, for you are holy, God of glory, we're living yeah. only for you. Yeah, living only for you, right on. So, okay, so you said um, part of what you took away was um, the actual gospel lesson meaning stuff. So what hits you with that, and what do they need to hear about the gospel? Mm -hmm. We went over every letter in the gospel, and the two letters that stuck out to me were the G and the P. Um, the G stands for God created us to be with him, and the P is paid the price with the cross. Right, right, with the blood of the, of the lamb. We just read about in Revelation 12. So, okay, let's pass back to Kennedy then for a second. So one of the challenges that we had uh, during the week was on Friday night, they said this, or our booklet said, um, if you could do one thing in your lifetime and you knew it wouldn't fail, you could choose one thing to do, and you knew it wouldn't fail, what would that be? I just want you to think about that for a second. If you do one thing in your life, guaranteed that it wouldn't fail, what would you pick? Kennedy, what'd you say? I said that I would spread the gospel and run for a charity. 
Run for charity. So that wasn't just, you know, the churchy answer. We started talking about that and said, well, that, of course, is what you're going to say sitting here in the church. But she said, no, this is actually my answer. This is actually what I'm going to do. And uh, didn't you say run a marathon, too, by the way? That's, hey, hey, dream big, man, you know. That's, I don't know about that, but dream big. So, okay, let's um, talk with you a little bit more then. So you were talking about what it's like to be faithful, and I'll keep it with Kennedy. You talked about what it was like to be faithful, right? What do you think it looks like to be faithful? Um, just to live our lives for him by, like, reading the Bible, going to church, and praying, and, like, all things. Right on, right on. Okay, so, Allie, then, same kind of idea um, about that challenge. What was, what was your challenge that you said you'd do if you couldn't fail? Um, mine was preach God's word and maybe, like, save the planet a little bit. Save the world, yeah. So, okay, and then we talked about opportunities. God gives us opportunities, right, and he builds us up. So what are some of the opportunities that you've seen in your life, either recently or in the past, uh, where God is using those moments to build you up to what he wants you to be? An opportunity God gave me was being able to go to Silver Birch so yeah. I can learn more about him, get connected with him, and learn what he's about and how he wants me to live my life. Right. And so um, we talked about um, that, that 5%. Actually, let's go back to Kennedy for this one. So this is just good general knowledge. When you go to something like this, I mean, we were there for hours and days. I've gone to week-long seminars, and I was at one seminar and the guy who was kind of hosting the whole thing said, you know, you're going to get a lot of information. We get a lot of information in this world. We get a lot of information at every service in this church, right? He said this. He said, if you can just take away 5% of what you learn and apply it to your life, 5%, just go for, don't go for the whole enchilada. Go for 5%, try to apply that to your life. So having said that, Kennedy, we, we emphasize that 5% a lot. So what is what would your 5% be? What did you take away that you're going to try to apply to your life? Um, I would just take a, a chunk of my day just to focus on God. And yeah. And so and to grow your relationship with him. And yeah, right on. Okay, cool. Did I miss anything this time? All right. So give them a big round of applause. Let's hear from Alex next. It's my man, Alex Haynes. So um, I've said it in the early service. I probably should have said this before. These are our superstars up here. These are the people. We got a rocking youth group, and these are the, some of the leaders of it that make it go that well and make it go uh, the way we want it to go. So, all right, Alex, we talked about um, some of the things that I introduced at the front, that everything belongs to God, right, um, and that he cares about every aspect of our lives, and yet he gives us freedom. So we're going to talk about those three things. Where do you want to start? How about everything belongs to God? So tell me about how everything and how, how hearing that and walking it out a little bit over the weekend, how did that change your perspective on things, that everything belongs to God? Uh, I think it ties together most with, like, the little things matter most, which is why he cares about the little things, because everything belongs to him. Right, and little things bring on bigger things. So, um, and so... If, why does he care about the little things, though? I mean, I, I realize they lead to bigger things, but why does he care about the little things in life, and why does he ask us to take care of the little things in life? Uh, mainly because so he can be there for us and watch us doing the little things right. Right on. And then, so, um, if everything matters to him, okay, what's something, so if, you know, I think some, you said something like, um, we don't always look at it the same perspective, right, that, that little things matter. Sometimes we think, we think things are insignificant. 
So how does some God use something that you might have seen as insignificant before to grow you into something bigger? Oh, I would say, like, doing the little things such as, like, praying, helping others, even being on time or doing what's right when no one's watching kind of just set stage for the bigger things. Set stage for the bigger things, yeah. Okay, so um, let's get specific then. Um, a specific example of something that seems small, right, because we're talking generally now. Let's talk about something specific, a real-life example, something that seems small that God can use for his glory. I'd say, like, if you're in school and someone's struggling yeah. with, like, an assignment or something, just doing the little thing and helping them out, it's so small but means so much to God. Right. And that's what we read in the gospel. You know, we're the light of the world. We're supposed to shine his light around and, and help them understand who he is. So then um, one of the other things that hit you is that um, um, God gives us freedom, right? So talk about the freedom that God gives us and channeling that in a positive way versus a way that might not yield as much. So we have freedoms, and we can either go the positive way, which is following him, obeying him, and worshiping him. Right. And it'll make the little things go well, or we can go the negative way, which would lead into bad things. And wasting our time and things like that, too. Cool. So, um, again, that 5%, the goals that we're talking about that we took away from there, what was one of the things that you said, you know, I went to this weekend retreat, I got away from everything, you know, and got away from different other things and put different things in our life. So what's the 5% that makes you different today based on what happened last weekend? I'd say, like, doing the little things right to, that lead into bigger things. Yeah, so it's the small stuff. God is in the details, literally, and he's doing that to make us the people he wants us to be. Excellent. Anything else? He's like, get this mic out of my hand, bro. All right. Hand that over to Leah. Give Alex a big round of applause. So Leah, this is Leah Vorpal. So Leah, um, let's see, we talked about that challenge, didn't we? That Friday night challenge. So, okay, so if you could do one thing in your life and you knew it wasn't going to fail, to God's glory, what would that be? I said, like, accomplishing my goals and being successful in my career, which, like, doesn't really relate to God when you're like thinking about it but I was thinking about it as like I don't know helping out others and like making him proud mm -hmm. but you actually you said that your career we decided your career actually does work for God's glory or the career you have in mind yeah I was planning on like being somewhere in like the criminal psychology field so like I don't know helping out others and every chance I can get and making the world a better place yep and so then um we talked about those stepping stones that God gives us. So what were we talking about that, the stepping stones? Of um, well, the first one was like singing at church, which is like simple, but like, I don't know, it means a lot. Right, right. And that led to a couple of other things. So, in, so God, we talked about those opportunities, singing in church, doing things uh, for his glory. And like Alex was saying, those might seem like small things, but small things lead to bigger things, right? And so how... Did that lead, how does that lead to making the world a better place, if we want to say it like that? By, like, spreading the gospel and, like, I don't know, I have all these, like, opportunities now that, right. like, I'm realizing it. Like, I don't know, he gives me, like, a lot of opportunities and, like, people that help me, mm -hmm. like, through, guide through my future, not just, like, my career, just through school, life, and everything. Right. And he uses those opportunities to grow you. So how has he grown you from where you were to maybe where he's taking you? 
I used to be like a really, really shy kid. Like I would have never said yes to being up here right now. And, um, but my old choir teacher, she like, she like never took no for an answer. So like, um, whenever she like asked me to do things, like I never wanted to, but she made me. Yeah. So um, like <laughs> I started doing like solos and choir and stuff and like the musical and she like really broke me out of my shell. So like I'm able to sing at church now and I'm able to take opportunities like that lead to bigger things in my life. Mm -hmm. And you said that that bled over to other aspects of your life too, like your dance team. Yeah, like I joined the dance team this second semester and um, it like, led me to have a really, really close bond with all of my teammates in that short amount of time. And like, it just, it's nice knowing that you have somebody there to help you and you can help other people out. Right, and so it, like Alex was saying earlier, you know, that God plants those seeds and he grows us so that we can send it out to other people, we can grow it to other people. So, um, okay, with you we talked about, okay, so after the drive home, right? After the drive home, um, I'm just asking you now the same kind of 5% rule. What's the difference here? What, how are your future plans, goals, things like that different? I think I'm going to, like, it made me realize all the people in my life that are giving me the opportunities that I have today. And it makes me, like, appreciate them more and, like, look out for all the things in life that I have now. And I hope I can give other people opportunities too. Right, good. Yeah, take those little things and grow them into big things. Cool. Did I miss anything? No. You did very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> give her a big round of applause. So that's all we have time for this morning. Oh, wait, Emerson. Oh, all right, all right. Emerson, right? This is Emerson Rice, everybody. So, okay, we kind of stayed on the same theme, uh, the same idea that went through here because um, we had different sessions, but they kind of all had the same idea that God cares about everything um, the same way and he won't leave anything behind. And you started to tie that in with faithfulness. So how does that work out? Okay, so the, I really thought it was interesting when he was talking about how the little things matter just as much as the big things matter. And I was really questioning, why was it like that? Yeah. Because it's just this tiny thing. And, and, and. But it's because he wants you to be faithful in every single part of your life. And because faith is just not a part-time thing. You, he wants you to be faithful every single day, every single second. He wants you to be with him. And if you're just faithful, if you're just doing what you're doing in here and then just completely leaving that once you get out the door today, it's just not, it's just not being faithful, truly. Preach it, brother. Come on. Are you guys stone walls here? What are we talking about? Okay, so then we also talked about how God cares about everything. So I'm going to ask the why question. Why does God care about every detail like these guys were talking because about? Because he created us to have a relationship with him. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Wants you to be faithful always, right? So also we talked about how little things matter, right? Mm -hmm. So say some more about that. How does, how does that, those little things lead to your faith mattering? Because without faith, you don't have a relationship with him. If you know, people know God, but if you can, you can know God and not have faith. So that shows how the little things and having that faith is your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, same question I asked here, um, like uh, real life example. You know, we talk about faith and we talk about bringing out the door. Those are all excellent words. But then a real life example, where in your life does, um, does your faith make a difference? Um, definitely at school because like when you're having a bad day or just things aren't going your way, you always know that there's a guy looking over for you and you can always ask him for anything you need. You can pray to him. 
and he'll just he's just always gonna be there for you. And that's a really good feeling to know that. Right on. I'm gonna pick on you one more time. You still you up for this? Oh yeah. So okay. Again, five percent rule, right? So did God show you an area of your life or something that he wants you to do differently or, or additionally in your life? What areas in your life do you think God wants you to make some changes? I, I think he wants me to, like, make sure in my mind that I'm his number one yeah. priority. Yeah. Like, I'm always thinking of him first before myself, making yeah. sure I'm doing what he would want me to do, yeah. not for myself. Right, right. Cool. Because we talk, in our youth group, we talk about um, the Bible in two kind of separate ways, God's commands and God's promises. So if God says, call to me and I will answer you, right, which is the, which is the command there? Call to me and I will answer you? Call to me. The call to me is the, is the um, command and then the promise is? He will answer. I'm going to answer you, yeah. And when we're faithful in that, he's going to bring it on. Dude, anything else? Uh, that's all I got. That's all you got? Oh, man, that's way more than I had. All right, so give him a big round of applause. Before I dismiss them, I'm just going to pray um, a little bit for us. So, Lord God, again, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for um, those words of testimony, those words of encouragement about who you are and how you work in our lives. And I pray that by hearing those words from people that, like I said earlier, we might not expect it from, that it impacts us a little bit differently, it impacts us a little bit more, that we can do the same thing, that we can set aside a point in our day to help other people, to grow in our relationship with you, to make a difference in your kingdom. You say that we're the salt of the earth. We're the ones that flavor the things. We're the ones that make the things different. You say that we're the light of the world and we can shine your light in the darkness. But like Alex was saying, we have the freedom to either do the things that you ask us to do or we can push them to a side and do some other things. So I pray, Lord, that you uh, put it on our hearts and you give us that, that goal that you have in mind for us and that, that you give us that initiative to keep it rolling and to keep going in the right direction, even though we don't maybe always want to. But Lord, be there for us. Grow us into the people that you want to be, uh, that you want us to be, and help us to understand that the little things matter because those little things grow into big things into your kingdom. So again, thank you for the bravery that I got sitting here behind me. Thank you for their willingness to take part of their Sunday uh, to come and tell our congregation and to confess in front of you, Lord, exactly what we went through and how that changed our lives. So thank you again for bringing us here as we continue to worship. Stay with us here, Lord, and keep those words flowing into our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said, amen. Do me a favor and give him one more round of applause. You are dismissed. Can I ask the congregation to please stand with me?